Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. For such a long time, cue the music. This is the Emmy moment. <laughs> for, for such a long time, I was searching for a community and I was searching for a reason to like for why I was you know what a you know what I was meant to do mm. and I felt a long time like out of place and that I didn't you know fit in and through this through this pro- project that I never thought would get this far I I really feel like I found my thing mm. and I found amazing people who really support me and believe in me. Hello and welcome to A Life in Dublin. I'm your host, Mark, and with your permission, we'd love this podcast to be your digital companion for the next little bit at least. In this episode of the podcast, I chatted to Christina from County Mayo in the west of Ireland. We chat about her journey here in Dublin and about how she started the project Last Minute Crack, which is an amazing events directory for all things creative and fun here in Dublin City. Christina and Last Minute Crack are having an event in the Sound House on Saturday 1st of July. You can grab a ticket to the event by clicking on the event link in the description of this episode. Thank you so much to all of you for listening. I truly and sincerely mean that. And to all of you who have rated the show, shared it, left a comment or got in touch with us to give us some feedback, I am incredibly grateful. The boost of energy that those things give me is just phenomenal and I really do appreciate it so much. But now, here's my chat with Christina from Westport in County Mayo. People with lectures have notes. Yeah. And so all you get sometimes is shuffle, 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 shuffle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's so annoying because the people are saying such like really interesting things. It's just... Uh. What is your day job? I work... Are we rolling? Yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I work as digital content and marketing officer in the Trinity Long Room Hub. Okay. Yeah, it's a really cool job. I'm really happy there. What What exactly do you do? Um, so I do a lot of things. I I'm currently helping update the website. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of the social media content mm-hmm. alongside my colleagues Jordan and Eva and Emily, and um, yeah, the whole team really kind of works together and to help like promote arts and humanities research through events and we have like our podcast we have our youtube channel it's got like a big like 
bank of of stuff for Brilliant. researchers like it's a really cool cool concept when did you start that only recently only in january it's okay. flown though yeah. it's absolutely flown because we're doing stuff all the time there yeah um you know we're doing tomorrow is uh, uh we have an event with gcn and poetry ireland um to commemorate the 30th anniversary of the decriminalization of homosexuality in ireland wow. so that one's going to be mm. pretty good absolutely yeah like a, like a good time of the year for it as well yeah pride coming up i know i'm that. so excited for it it's gonna be great but mm. yeah no the whole team's great my manager there's katrina and then there's eve who's a director and eve was my one of my lecturers in the undergrad it's just so cool working with her now, you know. Brilliant. Um, and then there's Eva. I mean, she, they're also great. Eva brought us down to Wicklow to go hang out with her house. And, not with her house, at her house. And we all did tie-dye, natural tie-dye. A, fr- um, a friend of mine now, Francesca, she was grinding up beetles to turn things red. It was wow. so cool. Jesus. So cool, yeah. <laughs> the whole team's phenomenal, really brilliant. How many beetles were there to... A lot. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was a really really good yeah the team is great i feel really at home with everybody it's brilliant so just before we we started recording you told me that originally you're from westport in, in county mayo yes um and i imagine you came up here to study then was it i did yeah, yeah. i did drama and english in my undergrad okay. Trinity. yeah very good i know Trinity. you're all oh i hear the collective sigh yeah yeah well drama and english as well couldn't be like anymore the drama was because i wanted to do drama and the english sorry eve was because my mom wanted me to have some concept of a job or some hope well it worked out yeah yeah it did it it worked out marketing wasn't really where we thought to go but it kind of just fell into it i mean my my like the the drama course allowed me to actually do a lot of social media stuff and then i got a job in the global relation like the global room um and my boss at the time colin who actually has his own podcast as well um about nfl oh, <laughs> random. Believe. yeah okay. it's brilliant um but he got me into social media he just gave me gave me access to the facebook page and just went if you're interested in it just go for it and i went for it and it was really not great probably (laughs) but it was really nice so this is facebook page so when what year was this exactly i started college in 2014 so this would have been like 2016 maybe yeah okay so this is back when um i remember so i used to when i when i lived in spain i I taught english and i started teaching this guy who went out with this huge italian influencer yeah. i didn't know this at the time oh. uh, but basically uh, his job was recording her right and they were like huge on facebook okay but i was teaching him at the same like and they lived they had like a team of 12 people it's yeah. crazy and um, lovely people actually and they deserve all of it but um i was teaching him at the time when facebook pages stopped being a thing like they stopped growing like you you no longer could grow organically on them Mm. and i remember him they were like oh my god our whole business is at like risk Mm. Mm. and he was always saying as at the time i was um i'm not in any way a social media buff in any way whatsoever but at the time in spain i was like right i don't want to work for these schools anymore i just want to work for myself Mm. And I then realized, well, you've got two choices, actually. You can pay for, like, Google advertising or ads somewhere, which obviously costs a lot of money. 
or you can do some shitty artist video that hopefully reaches, you know, one third of that amount of people. Um, and this guy was encouraging me to do it as well. So this is kind of how I got into to social media and that sort of stuff. But um, he then said to me, he's like, Mark, if you ever do this kind of stuff, like you have to get people's emails. You just have to because all of these platforms at any moment can change what they want to promote, if that makes sense. Yeah. And he said, you're, if, you, if you build a business on that, then you're built a business on like a foundation of sand. Yeah. Um, and it's out of your control, or at least if you have people's emails, technically they might not open the email, but technically you're still reaching them. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that would be my basic background knowledge. On Facebook pages, I remember they were like, they were, they were the shit for a while and then yeah. they just went off the face of the earth. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because social media is a landscape that changes constantly. I remember when I worked in my first kind of big girl job, I was the communications executive for Four Star Pizza. And I remember our franchisees would look to build their Facebook presence, especially when they're launching. But they would always be focused on Facebook likes mm. and getting enough followers and likes. Whereas that's such an outdated concept now in social media because back in the day when that was important, that the people who liked your page were the people who were going to see your content. Yeah. Whereas nowadays, through sharing and liking and every, anybody could see whatever you post, yeah. you know? So there's that. And then I see like so many uh, people sometimes, especially with now, it's a little bit better now that there's two-factor authentication, but for a while there was like a, a big trend of influencers and people losing access to their accounts mm. because they got hacked and mm. their whole brand that they spent years yes. and images and stuff because i know i don't know about yourself but for me my instagram my personal one is my life you know it's yeah. my life in pictures <laughs> and if i lost all that i don't know like i think i have some of it backed up but yeah it's so sad yeah yeah of um, course so yeah it's it, it's like that email marketing is something that people have always said it's dying it's dying it's dying but i think it's probably the one of the most solid um marketing channels because if you don't abuse it people tend to actually read your emails i heard someone made a point like make a point there uh, a couple of weeks ago and i was like oh man that just makes so much sense because he was like oh young people are not using email um, and then he was like well you know what happens when they get a job are they going to have to use an email then? I was like, mm. yeah, probably. It's like young people are going to use emails. Yeah. That's just the way the world of work yeah. functions. Yeah. I mean, you might not look at it often, but you look at yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, and if, there is a few actual, there's a few email lists that I'm signed up to. There's one, um, I don't know if you've ever read the book Atomic Habits, but no. there's this guy who sends out like these tips on how to live, a, um, not a productive, but... Um, he gives out like time management tips and stuff like that and how to stick to good habits. He says just three things every week. That's all he mm. says. But it's actually really, some of it's really useful. I That's like really it. That's really nice. Yeah. yeah. Or questions to ask yourself. And I don't know, I'm all into that kind of stuff. That's really nice. <laughs> I have a favorite newsletter as well. Okay. I have it every day. It's called Morning Brew. I think ah, I've my, heard of that you've one. You've heard of it? Yeah. My CEO at the time, um, Anna, recommended me like to read it every morning because, and it's really nice. I sit down at my desk. It's around like, comes in around at like 11. So you've gone through like the craziness of the morning. You sit down, have a coffee and just catch up on what's happening. Mm. And you get to do a little crossword at the end sometimes. Mm. It's oh, really nice. nice. <laughs> just a nice 
ease into the day sometimes. Yeah, I yeah. like it. Nice. I like it. How did um, Last Minute Crack come about? Oh, that's the question. Uh, Last Minute Crack... Um, Great name, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. I was worried about it at the time because I wanted it to be accessible to everyone and maybe foreign people wouldn't, you know, people coming from a non-English background wouldn't understand the word crack, you know? Yeah. Um, and but people caught on pretty mm. quick. Um, so, yeah, it came about basically I, I've been kind of floating around the arts industry for quite a while. Yeah. It kind of started a long time ago with a music competition that I did with Four Star called Star Nation. Mm-hmm. And that was a really cool project. So from then, I was just always really interested in, in, in different kinds of music and comedy and all sorts of things. And then <laughs> I guess around probably now it's over a year now, but I'd say a year and a half ago, people started messaging me asking me if I had any advice for, you know, their friend that's coming over from, let's say, Spain or America or wherever. And I'd be giving them advice. And then it started happening where people I wouldn't even know <laughs> would message wow. me, friends of friends, be like, oh, so-and-so said that you were the person who would know. And somebody at one point said to me, you know, you should really make an Instagram for this. I think this could be something mm. really big. And then I thought about it. I think I thought about it for two weeks. My friends were probably sick of me talking about it and then I said you know what I'm gonna do this mm. and I'm really blessed that I have one of my best friends Patricia she's a marketer and she really gave me like a lot of guidance into like how I need to structure it and I talked to another friend um, about like you know other people who had the same kind of directory yeah and I was really aware that it was going to be a lot of work I don't think I realized how much work mm. it was gonna be but um so I did like a lot of research beforehand and then we launched on June 1st last year. So, so how do, like, my, that's my first question I'm interested in, is like, how do you manage that? Because you've got a full-time job. Yeah. Um, you have to have some kind of life outside of it, all of this as well. Um, but how do you manage the, the amount of hours? I can only imagine how many hours it, it, it requires. Yeah. It's something that I've integrated into my life so much now that it's like, I couldn't even tell you the amount of hours because it's just constant. Mm. I get messages every single day from incredible people mm. asking to promote this or that and the other. And it's an honor, really. Yeah. But then it's like, I need to screenshot. So like, if you look at my phone, 50 to 60% of it is just screenshots of events that I see or that have been sent to me that I need to remember to put on the website. And if I put it on the website, then I remember it for the Instagram. Mm. But like, I, I feel so bad sometimes because... I forget things. <laughs> I feel yeah, awful. Yeah, I, yeah. But at the same time, I'm one woman, which is funny because yeah. people think Last Minute Crack is run it's by a team. a team of men. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I think it's because it's blue. Oh, um, okay. But I get a, hi, lads. How are you doing, fellas? And I'm like, hi. <laughs> so for anybody who thinks I'm a guy, <laughs> surprise, face reveal. <laughs> so yeah, so that's, yeah, it's a lot of time, but I'm, happy to do it but it has become a, quite a lot of my life as well in the way that when I'm not updating stuff I'm going to a lot of events as well um which I'm I, I love doing but did, did you what events have you discovered since you started last minute crack? oh since okay because you probably had more of an idea of stuff that, that was going on than I did before I started this to be honest I didn't have 
don't have a clue. Yeah. Um, apart from maybe the Ruby Sessions. Yeah. Well, uh, they're the most famous. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what, what did you discover since you started Last Minute Crack? Yeah. So the one that I'm a big fan of at the moment is uh, Dublin Ghost Club. Okay. Which happens, I believe, every month in Workman's. And it's just a place where people get together and tell each other ghost stories. And then they have like two or three like themed acts around like spooky stuff. So we had, um, I think their name was Tig, uh, doing like storytelling, spooky stories. And then there was like um, uh, sea shanty um his themed or like genre uh, of a singer and she was phenomenal okay and then beforehand my friend jordan went and she there was a band called goblins 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 oh, and she went to go see them so that was really good this is all in the same night like uh, not, goblins, not, the, not the same night but like a different is, yeah 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 it's like each different thing and it's really Amazing. it's cool i've never heard of them i'm gonna have to follow that it is cool it is cool so there's that do you believe in ghosts oh yeah i live with one Oh, right, okay. I do. His name is Michael. I told this story on the podcast. Oh, really? Or not on the podcast, on the, on the show. But I do, full on, this is no joke, I live with a ghost. All right. You, I'm sorry, but you have to tell me more information. How can I tell you more? Okay. <clears throat> so, Michael is my ghost. I moved into this really old protected building. Uh-huh. And I remember the first time I met him was when I stayed there for the first time. I woke up on, not drunken. Um, at three o'clock in the morning to this, like, I would believe like six to seven foot tall, like shadow standing over my bed. Okay. I'm like lying there, like so frightened. Yeah. And I think I like, it feels like forever, like cold sweats because it's so frightening. And then I don't know why I said this. I know it sounds like I'm making this up, but I did say this. I said, you know, I can see you. (laughs) And it just disappeared. And I, I was like, okay, maybe that was a weird dream. But like my friends have seen it. My my friend Jenny saw him walk behind me on Zoom calls during the pandemic. My friend Alina and I were in a room together, in, like in my sitting room. And I had jeans drying on the back of the chair. You know jeans, they get crusty, so it's not really moving them. Those jeans flew, like, got, like they got slapped off the chair. And she saw it as well as me. So it's not just me being insane. Um... My partner senses that all the time. We feel like he stays in my hallway. I can actually feel the palms of my hands sweating. <laughs> this sort of stuff scares the crap out of me. He's a good... I, I cleanse the space. I've asked all negative energy. I don't mind if somebody's there. A little spookaliciousness. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I asked all bad vibes to go away. So I'm not really freaked out by it. I actually... Uh, during the pandemic specifically... I yeah, did Jesus. enjoy the company. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> you got real desperate there. <laughs> just imagine there sitting down having a cup of tea with Michael. Yeah. How do you know his name is Michael? Or did you I just, just asked. Me? I asked and that name came to me and I was just like, okay, well, let's go with that. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. And you, like, you, you never at any point did you go, I need to get the hell out of this house. No, no, because I cleansed it. And I never felt there was any sort of evil energy. In fact, I find him quite funny because he gets quite upset with me like a roommate does like when the kitchen's too dirty he'll throw things like he'll throw like my um uh, kitchen towel okay or um he'll and he hides things on me as well especially when it's messy uh-huh. which i think it's on purpose yeah to tell me to clean up my gosh. um he steals specifically my partner's uh socks tivo socks 
um, which is quite frustrating. <laughs> Time. He's jealous. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it's a weird... I know people won't believe me, but I do. I do live with a ghost. Uh, so Yeah, I, I don't know. Like you... I, I, I'm, I'm, I've always had mixed feelings on these types of topics, mm-hmm. you know. I do remember, though, as a kid, and I always just put it... Um, put it down to like a very vivid imagination that a child would have that I think we all had as children yeah um but I remember like like pretty much like you I'd wake up in the middle of the night and there'd be uh, a woman sitting there beside the bed no um and but when you wake up my initial instinct is it's my mother you know okay um but so I'd be saying like you know oh, mom you know you know half awake half asleep yeah um like mom what are you doing or, or whatever and then then I'd realize that it's it, not yeah. I could, like I could kind of like see the person but kind of not um but oh. here's one thing then I'd be like oh my god and close my eyes and I go back to sleep here even as a yeah. kid you'd be like go yeah. back to sleep um but then sometimes you think back and then you're like well, what was that was yeah. that a vivid imagination because that was also in a very old house like hundreds of years old wow sorry maybe just over 100 years old. Well, so that's yeah. impressive. And I often think, like, like, who was living there? Or, you know, all these kinds of, you know, I'm sure there was multiple, multiple families who had lived in that house. Yeah. Um, and so I think of those types of things. And one of the things that I really want to do, actually, in, in the podcast in the next uh, few weeks or months is talk to someone who uh, basically has a knowledge of, like, um, ancient Irish beliefs and... Um, yeah. the druids and all of so these kind cool. of stuff like they might interpret that as a different thing they might not say it's a ghost it might be something else you know whatever yeah. language they would give to that mm. thing or whatever reason they might have for it so I'm interested in learning about that and they say Ireland you know obviously there's Stonehenge in the UK but they say Ireland has certain kind of sacred places or places of unique energy and all this kind of stuff so um, if anybody knows anything about this i'd be delighted to talk to someone to learn more about it because it's just it's interesting topic so interesting um, but anyway so you live with michael the ghost yes um I, could, I, I literally could talk to you for about an hour about michael the ghost but we're not going to next time uh, <laughs> back on <laughs> Um, remind me of the name of that uh, night ghost Dublin Ghost Club Dublin Ghost Club yes cool it's really good and I got introduced to other things I mean you had Mark Kelly on from or not Mark Kelly Mr. Kelly yeah um, from uh, Smithfield Creatives yeah um, and then so they do amazing stuff all the time in the jar and that's a venue is really nice as well yeah um, really nice community there as well stop like mm. the nice that and that whole space is so beautiful and it's very like the circle sessions and the flow show mm. like everybody in that space is so really kind nice yeah and encouraging mm. and like talented yeah you know it's unbelievable yeah you know i would actually say i'd give it I'd give them 30, maybe maybe 25% of the credit for why this podcast is still going. Yeah. You know, and obviously I, I love doing it and that's a big part of it, but um, their support is just like, they're just so nice. They Even some of them reached out when I posted yesterday and they're like, oh, that's a great podcast. You're like, oh, cool. Thanks for letting oh, me know. So you know, nice. you, nobody has to do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Nobody needs to say anything. I know. And it's the funniest thing because I remember when I started Last Minute Crack, right? And when we started to get a little bit popular, 
I remember I got my first like comment that wasn't my mate and it was like this is such a cool thing and I'm like you don't have to say that you know mm. you can be mean if you want to mm. <laughs> you don't like you don't know me so mm. like it means so much yeah. when people like that you don't know very well and stuff like that say stuff like that it's like yeah it's unreal yeah and then we had like I mean, like I don't know in Ireland you can't really say celebrity but I like to think celebrity mm. moments where we had like Wallace Bird who had on your podcast mm. a little while ago Wallace shared us I uh, followed us on TikTok and then oh, I freaked out I was like can't believe Wallace follows us on TikTok yeah. you should do it too be cool like Wallace and then <laughs> Wallace reshared that on her story and said um, uh, yeah you should do that you should follow them on TikTok yeah. <laughs> I was like thank you she's so lovely oh Such so nice, nice. Person. Yeah. yeah and then talk to Ross who does the uh, is it E Dublin yeah uh he messaged me one time and he was like, this is such a cool concept and this is great for my community. Like, that's not yeah. just going to the regular schmegular things. Yeah. And I was like, thank mm. you. <laughs> I really like actually your website where you can, so just to be clear, like this is yes. like what you do is you're posting about events um, in, in Dublin so that people can learn about what's happening and things to do, yeah, so, et cetera. Yeah. So last minute crack, yeah, is an events directory of mm. things to do in Dublin. It's usually local acts, um people who don't have money for marketing was the idea um that don't get enough limelight as yeah. they deserve yeah big time and i wanted to give them a space where they can com- promote what they're doing because i think yeah the community is phenomenal yeah so that's what we do and we have a website and an instagram mm. and that's what we got going on that's amazing um, and a tiktok and a tiktok yeah i forgot yeah. about that <laughs> yeah it's it's ticking and talking you know yeah, hey, well, um, <laughs> How do you, uh, so I know that you've already spoken about like how you kind of, it's, it's, you've got a lot of hours to put in and stuff like that, yeah. but um, what do you give priority to? Is it, is it the website? Is it like engagement through Instagram? How are you spending the majority of that time? You know, they say that um, you probably spend 80% of your time doing one thing. Yeah. What, what would be that 80% it of the all, time? It all feeds into each other. You mm. know, as I said, like, you know, I screenshot to send, like to add to the website so I remember it for Instagram. I think the majority though would probably be the maintenance of the Instagram because that's where my community is. Mm. So it's engaging with my community. And like, it's not it's not just sharing things out. It's, it's supporting people. Like I mm. want to be an advocate for the people in my community and that means showing up that means Mm -hmm. supporting that means for me in my own little marketing brain liking and commenting on everything that i think is you needs to go out there so that you know in that only small little way it gets a little boost you know of course um so there's that and then but there's no off day there's and there's no switching off because it's even i'm scrolling through instagram and I'll see something and I have to screenshot it and I have to remember it, you know, mm. it, there's no, there's no downtime yeah. with it. And that's not a complaint. I love it. Yeah. I love what I do. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's I think that's the nature of running your own, whether it's a business or a project or whatever it is. If, yeah. and if it's a one, one woman show, um, it's, it's, you'll never have an off day, but that, that's where it becomes important that it's your passion because yeah. if it's not you'll get found out soon enough yeah that's um, so true so true mm. but it can be it's a passion and that'll get you so far but it's the support from the community that's 
gotten me to where I, mm. I am. Like through people just the smallest of messaging me. Um, you know, when we got like a thousand followers, the response to that and then the response to 2000, like that was made me cry a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, the friends that I've made, I mean, I would never have met you. Yeah, probably. 100%, I yeah. probably would have come along to see the show, <laughs> but um, I don't think I would have met you. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's um, so many people that I'm so grateful for and so grateful for the community for like through their tickets. Some people give me tickets to go see things and that's unreal. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, people just recommending me stuff and sharing it out with their friends, you know, I, oh, I'm not going to get emotional. <laughs> I'm really overwhelmed with, yeah. with the love that I get. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Though really nice to have that isn't it just you know yeah. and it's, it's strange because i feel like for such a long time cue the music this is the emmy moment <laughs> but for for such a long time i was searching for a community and i was searching for a reason to like for why i was you know what a, you know what i was meant to do mm. and i felt a long time like out of place and that i didn't you know fit in and through this, through this pro- project that I never thought would get this far, I've, I really feel like I found my thing mm. and I found amazing people who really support me and believe in me. And mm. I'm, yeah, I'm really just really grateful. That's amazing. Thank you. Well done. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is it, my understanding of it then is that, like just maybe through your own personal Instagram, as you said, people start messaging you and then you kind of naturally follow that intuition that, oh, there might be something here. Or as you said, some people said like, you should do this. So yeah. this is really like what you're giving us is really good. So then I imagine you've created the Instagram and then the website, etc. Yeah. Um, is it something that like, I'll give you a reference point. This is the reason I asked this question, mm-hmm. right? I am, um, was, have been involved in projects where uh, you can get, put so much energy in and actually get very little back in mm. terms of momentum in the, in the project, right? Mm. It doesn't seem to be going anywhere and you start to feel like, oh, you know, there's nothing you can do, etc. And then there's other things that you get involved in and you're like, you, you put 5% of the effort into this project that you put into the other one, but it's given you back energy so much more. And then you're like, oh, it's it's something strange, isn't it? That yeah. that can happen. Mm. Um, and as you said, maybe you came at a point in your life where you were you needed that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So like that's yeah a really fantastic thing to happen. Yeah, I'm really hashtag blessed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it ebbs and flows. You know, in terms of, of energy, there's times where I feel like I could do this all day and be so happy, and there's times that I wanna hit my head on the well, wall, you're you know? a human being yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um so you know it has some flows but like it's so cool and like i know maybe i focus a bit too much on, on music because it's it's one of my main passions but like can we talk about the comedy for a second yeah because that comedy community is so cool yeah there's some phenomenal people making me laugh out there yeah. and that's something i never thought i'd really be that into was comedy to yeah. be honest and then I started going to a couple of shows and 
know, the way you feel after a good comedy show is worth its weight in gold. I and think. actually, you know what? It carries on to the next day. It you wake up the does. next morning and you're like, oh, I feel lighter. Yeah, it's absolutely. Weird. But And then you go into your mates and you're like, I heard this great joke. And then you <laughs> absolutely ruin it. <laughs> you have to go to their show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's amazing stuff there for sure. For sure. Where, where do you go to see comedy? Or I imagine multiple places, but uh, is there anywhere that sticks out in your mind? Yeah, so, well, hysteria. I mean... Mm. you can't go wrong mm. it's phenomenal the stuff that they do and the platform that they give people I mean only recently I think there was like an all autistic comedy show and all the comedians were autistic no way and they just rocked it I, I like I heard it was I didn't get to go unfortunately but I heard it was phenomenal wow um you know and then uh so I love I love their stuff I love um Blahin de Burka is doing a lot of stuff that makes she just makes me laugh Amazing. like a lot. I think her. I met her once at the, um, the roast battle. That's something. Oh, if y'all haven't gone to a roast battle, the last one I went to, I cried laughing. I think they recorded it, and you'll hear me like just scream because <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. Um, my friend Betsy Spear went up first, and okay. she was so she just. You know when you go up first, you could be maybe a bit nervous. And yeah, you have course. to hit a high bar. Boom! Out of the park. Unreal stuff. Um, so, yeah, they're great. And then I've gone to a lot of um, open mics for mm. comedy. Because my friend Joe is um, is starting up in his little comedy stuff. Mm. Little comedy stuff. He just performed a token straight. Not a little anymore. <laughs> um, but, uh, so I've been going to... And the community there is just so supportive, you know giving each other advice and and listening yeah. you know it's really really good space yeah um and it's kind of funny the way the, the way they mix the comedians and the, and the musicians but they don't mix at the same time yeah i just from an outsider i'm not a comedian nor a musician and i just find that kind of funny yeah it's like they're both extremely nice to each other and it's kind of like you know they're they both recognize each other as performers yeah. but it's a little bit different isn't it absolutely um, and i think i want to get your show did they really like combined yeah um yeah we actually did it a little bit differently on monday uh, in the sense that we had a little chat from myself and almo first mm. and then we just went into the comedian and the the musician because as you said opening a show mm. it's a it's hard and it's a lot of responsibility yeah. and i kind of feel like if someone's coming here to make the effort to be in the show I feel a bit bad putting the pressure on them yeah, to open it. Yeah, I guess. Um, it's not really fair. It's a cold, it's cold, it's a cold open. You don't know what audience you have. They're, are they prepped for the music? Are they prepped for the comedy? Are they prepped for the podcast? Like, it's, yeah. it's hard to do that, yeah. And I find the room where we do our show, The Black Sheep, it's in a, a very alive room in the sense that you can feel everything. So mm. when it feels good, it feels amazing. But yeah. if it gets a little bit tense or awkward, that also amplifies throughout the room. I'd imagine. Uh, so it's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun experience, though. Ah, uh, look, that's that's performing, isn't it? You have to have the dodge with the, the gut, you know? Because yeah. otherwise, it's not fun, Yeah. you know? Mm. And I think that's something that, I mean, Joe was explaining to me a while ago where he was like, oh, he went into open up mic and he had a whole set and he was so excited with it and it absolutely bombed. <laughs> and oh, he yeah. went, good. Do you know what I mean? I'm learning, you know, and he's around. And when you're surrounded by people who are in the same boat, because it was at an open mic, mm. I mean, 
they're not judging you. They've all done the same thing. You yeah. know, which one of us has like, not me, cause I'm not really a performer, but like of performers who's not had a bad set, a bad, you know, gig, oh, yeah. you know? So you can't judge that. You have to take the good with the bad. Yeah. You know? And it's, and it's so difficult what they do. Like I nobody know. gives them enough bloody credit. Like so hard to be funny. If, yeah, Jesus, tell me about it. <laughs> it's so hard. Um, now, but even like Shiva who performed for us on on Monday, like she was there, but she was like you know writing in, like preparing, like you know, and Andreas who performed a few weeks ago did the yeah. same thing, you know, sit, but basically twenty minutes, thirty minutes before the show, yeah. they go into a zone where they're like, okay here I need to go into my, my book of wondrous jokes or whatever it is and mm. I need to focus on the show I'm about yeah. to put on. Yeah. And I just think it's brilliant. It's, yeah, it's... It's, it's and a also, talent. It's, a, it's oh, a gift. 100%. Yeah. And you can see some people who are very naturally gifted at Yeah, it. absolutely. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, there's people who can work hard and become good at it, but there's some people who just have something. Yeah, Absolutely. Know, absolutely yeah uh, and it's a pleasure to watch them oh yeah absolutely they don't get enough support though like you said and that's yeah. why you're doing stuff like you're doing trying my best do yeah. you know what I mean I mean it's just you know and I love it I, as I probably said this a million times but I do I, I really love what I do and um, I love the response we're getting I love that we're taking things we're always progressing you know what I mean like we my first goal was the 1000 followers and then my second goal was the 2,000. And once I got to 2,000, I think I was really focused on numbers for a while because of my marketing brain, you know? And then I felt like I would be legit once I hit 2,000 because all the, you know, Instagram accounts that I, like, was looking at at the time, like, the big leaks were all, like, 2,000. And then now it's, like, doesn't matter. Yeah, I, um, my advice on that one is if you focus too much on the I numbers, know. your love for it will soon... Like, because it's like you said, once you hit a target, mm. then a, a magical new target comes along yeah. and you'll literally never be satisfied. Yeah. I think, I think it's healthy to look at them sometimes, you know, well, uh, of course. For, for me as marketing, you know what I mean? Like that's important, but like, I think changing my target from a number to something more tangible has been a game changer for mm. me. You know, I have goals to you know, hopefully get this funded in some sort of way because it's like, an, it's a cost for me, you know, the yeah. website cost and the actual labor, I guess. Um, you know, so that, uh, the ad, sometimes we run ads, you know, as mm. well. So like, it is a cost. So I'd love to get it funded someday. We have the event coming up as well in July. <sighs> Do you want to uh, say a bit more about that? Is it plug us? time? Oh, yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah, so we're running an event for the first time. And it's called Last Minute Celebration. And the idea that I wanted for this would was to be a moment for the community to get together and celebrate itself. Because I think it was only at, I was inspired by my friend, my friend Daly had like a, a birthday party or, or uh, no, it was an album launch. And uh, so many people from, from different areas of, of music and entertainment and stuff came together and I was like, this is an, is an awesome vibe. So I wanted to kind of do that in a, in a bigger way. And so we've got four incredible performers. So there's Arts Apollo, which is 
um, there's a new band, um, it's frontline by a guy called Student who's been around for a really long time and a couple of amazing people like, I remember hearing them for the first time, I think it was at Daily's gig actually, and I was just like, oh, wow. yeah, gotta have them, <laughs> gotta yeah. have them. And then we have, um, we have Rachel Grace, uh-huh. who's been around for a little while and she's just, uh, she was in my Star Nation campaign in my second year no in the competition and she won, she, she won. Wow. I think there was two kind of prizes. There was one where it was like, I think it was the People's Choice Award and then there was the actual prize and she got everything like she was, cause she's just phenomenal. So she's performing. Uh, we have Queer Mania. That's mm-hmm. a group actually that I've gotten really close to, I think, since Last Minute Crack, because they've just been the kindest people. Nice. And platform, like, like, as a platform, like, their performers are stellar. Mm. Like, RuPaul has been real quiet. Yeah. Since <laughs> Queer Mania has happened. Um, so there, there's four of, of their performance go- for performers going up on the night. And then we have um, George II, who's okay. just coming back from Primavera. Oh wow! Uh, and he's like, I like he makes me cry and like cry and like 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 vibe and like it's just so much where it, like the flow is so good and and it's 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 just it's just so amazing and then the lyrics are so vulnerable and real but also kind of like I don't know how to describe them. You have to come to my event, you know, yeah, yeah. to see the whole thing. But it's it's going to be one. It's it's going to be the once off this year. Where is it? In the Sound House. Okay. Sound House, July 1st, doors are 7. Mm-hmm. It's 15 euros, mm-hmm. but everything except for like the base events costs, mm-hmm. so I guess the profits, if you will, mm-hmm. they it's going to focus Ireland because I Amazing. wanted it to be like community gets together, supporting community. Brilliant. And Focus have been fantastic as a, as a charity partner, They're really supportive, and yeah. the work they do is so needed in this time so. yeah um and it's nice to see that like uh let's say people who have the privilege to enjoy dublin yeah get to enjoy it and in by doing that they're giving back to, to dublin a little bit as well because yeah. you know this um unfortunately the city is very um black and white in terms yeah. of in terms of like the good and the bad like there's so many amazing things about dublin at the moment but equally there's so many really crappy terrible things disadvantaged people whatever we're gonna we're not gonna speak about too much about that yeah. but um it's really nice that you can support that so yeah well done that's Thank amazing yeah. i wanted it to be like this i want i want everything about last minute crack to have impact and i feel like maybe i have I mean, the smallest bit of sway and stuff at the moment. And I don't take that for granted. And I want to use that influence, mm. I guess, to do something really great. And I, I want the community to get together. I want to celebrate with everybody. I want to, uh, I want to, yeah, I want everybody to be in one room and just have a phenomenal night. And I think it's going to be, it's going to be a once in a lifetime event. I mean, when are you going to have all these acts, Cremania, Ars Apollo, you know, George II, Rachel Grace, you're never going to see them on the stage, same stage again, because yeah. they're such different artists, yeah. but they're all phenomenal in their own little way. Yeah. So it's going to be different like that. And I think uh, I'm really lucky, one, that they believe in what I'm doing enough to do this with me. And yeah, I'm excited. I'm real nervous, though. I have so much anxiety over it because it's the, you, you talk about it with Breed. It's the, 
are people gonna come? Yeah, yeah. It's the fields of dream moment. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're like, I really, really worried. It doesn't get any easier either. <laughs> oh, I hope people come. Please come. <laughs> but oh, people will come. People will definitely come. I hope um, so. They will. Um, Thank you. You, you got to think of it that way. But yeah, <gasps> it doesn't. I understand. It doesn't stop the the kind of stressing about it. But all you can do is basically excuse me put the word out there and keep promoting it and that's all you can do yeah exactly <laughs> it's like you yeah. can't do anymore yeah but at the same time i mean we've already had like i mean i've been really like grateful for like this opportunity to speak with you mm. and then some of the community have been sharing it out meg bergen shared it out smithfield creatives shared it out and i'm just like yeah no, they're it, my people yeah, <laughs> thanks it, it, it will come good yeah, for yeah. sure i'm excited i'm excited but it's, you know, it's the event curse yeah. where you love what you do. But this period of time is just mm. a little scary. Yeah. Um, come here, talking about you and your experience in Dublin a little bit. Um, where do you like to, in your downtime, okay. like away, let's say away from events. Oh. Um, just you want to go somewhere and chill out. Maybe not even with people. Where would you go? Is there a specific cafe or a park or I find it kind of sometimes in Dublin City I'm looking for the place that is is because the city's quite manic mm. and you live right in the city centre. Yeah. Um is there somewhere, obviously apart from your house with Michael, uh that you <laughs> go to chill out? Where do I go to chill out? This is such a good question. I'm one of those people where I find solace I guess with others and so my chill out time tends to be with you know my partner with my friends and mm. everything and sometimes it can be just spending the whole day in bed do you mm. know what I mean and I find that very difficult mm. if I'm not doing something uh you've got the Irish guilt yeah and it's I feel like I wait I waste time yeah. one time I, I made my uh, my my ex partner um, go to IKEA with me at six o'clock on a Sunday evening because I needed to build a shelf. Wow! <laughs> or else I, the day was wasted. Oh my god! <laughs> so you can see why we broke up. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're still friends. It's all good. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I find it very hard. So yeah, it's usually just spending time with my friends. My friends, I'm very lucky to have really phenomenal friends who supported me through some really tough times and so it could just be just hanging out with them yeah and we don't even have to do anything just being yeah. around them makes me really happy nice um so yeah i don't know if there's a space that i go to are you a coffee drinker yeah i love coffee yeah, yeah. Where, yeah. where do you get nice coffee in the city Oh, that's a good one. Where'd you get a good coffee? Metro Cafe is nice. I've actually never been there. Every Metro time Cafe I walk past, nice. it's absolutely jammed. Um, it's very nice. Beanhive is so cute. I love Beanhive. Where is that again? Dawson Street. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's nice. Yeah. Um, and then I got a real nice one from, I think it's Il Furneo. Furneo? Yeah. Where the lady, uh, when I, I was, it was a Monday morning or something, I went in to get a coffee there. She said, hi love what can I get you and I think I just, mm. just got so shocked like yeah. it was just such a small way of saying something and it just made my day yeah so much nicer isn't it weird how like 
something so small like that sometimes can can make your day like Absolutely. i <laughs> it's so stupid how like sometimes we're living in our own heads and you like I sometimes personally can be like, if I'm in a bad mood, mm-hmm. I'm like, everybody's my enemy today. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And even yesterday, was it yesterday? Well, some, sometime recently, I was going for a run on the beach. And this guy absolutely powered past me. You know, he was like, and I was like, in my head, I was like, oh, God, I hate that guy. You know? I get and it. I was like, I hate that guy. Look at, that. <laughs> Look at how fast he's running. God damn him. And he's like, he ran so close to me that just to make me feel mm-hmm. bad. And then he did like a loop. He turned around and he just ran past me uh, the other direction. Yeah. And uh, he uh, he gave me like a big like, hey, how are you? Like like real kind of motivational. Oh, he made you feel bad. And, I mean... <laughs> no. And then I was like in my head, it's like, God, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I aspire to be him. But, you know, he could obviously just run past him. You know, you're in your own head. Like, yeah. In... In, in his head he was probably like oh look you know another another guy out for a run good for him and in my bitter head I was I like oh it's, it's so easy to get like that as well because you go 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 all the time and yeah I, I'm trying to think now because I was like oh I'm going to think of a really good place to go now once this is over my escape is home mm. I just like that home is absolutely four walls yeah yeah but it's Westport it's, it's in oh there. sorry home, in home, home home okay with with my mom and my dad, like being there is, is phenomenal for me, for my mental health. I just yeah. get away there sometimes and it's just so nice. Peaceful. I live in like the middle of nowhere, Westport, like really like what, you know, the Americans dream of when they come over, like green fields and sheep and cows and stuff. I have my farm. I feel my happiest around animals. Mm. I've always been an animal person. So just like seeing my dog and see, I'm obsessed with my cat as well. Mm. I gave him catnip for the first time over Christmas mm. and <laughs> since then, oh, this is great. Mm. He's just so funny to me mm. and just being, and when you go to bed, I go to, in, in the room, there's like a Velux window and on like a, on a clear day, you can see so many stars mm. and you don't get that in Dublin. No. There's no real stars. Yeah. And it's quiet. Mm. There's nothing. And that is peace and healing. Too much of it drives me insane. Mm. But a weekend where I get to go home, be taken care of by my mommy and daddy, mm. and just don't have to... It's amazing. Um, I don't obviously I come from that part of the world but like i said to you before it would have family living there and mm. it is um extremely peaceful do you ever see yourself moving back there permanently i don't know i don't know really where the future holds i i'm i'm loving where i'm at now and to it's very it's this it's i get itchy you know if mm. i'm home too long um i need to be doing something i need to be at something i need to be completing something yeah and home is where i get to rest and that's nice mm-hmm. but i can't for very long and I think having the best of both worlds for now works really nicely for me. Is it beautiful? Yeah. But I'd love to live there. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. Mm. Is it, like, obviously it's not in Westport Town, it's outside. Yeah. Like, how far outside at Westport Town? I'm trying to dox me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, it's not far. It's like a, a 10 minute drive. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So. That's perfect in, in that sense. Yeah. You can take the train down. 
Yeah, um, you get the train straight down. You can fall asleep on it if you want. Yeah. It's all great. My uncle picks me up. I ha- I'm on the insurance now. Finally there got my go. license. Congratulations. So I can drive around and I go for a spin with my brother and my sister if they're around. And that's so nice. Yeah. We go down to the beach or we'll go get an ice cream. And we'll just, there's a place down the quay where you can go see Crow Patrick and stuff. And it's really nice, you know. Yeah. Um, so we'll just go for a spin, just catch up. It's really nice. Yeah, there's a place uh, not too far from where my granny's farm um, is, or granny's land. It's not a farm anymore. Um, and it's like a, nobody really knows about it. I can't remember the name. Mm. And like this is like in the middle of nowhere, but it's a church beside a, a an old, old, old abandoned ruin of a church, you know, and a graveyard right beside a little, little lake, right? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. And it's it's one of those places. I hope it never changes. God, yeah. I hope it never changes. Um, but you go there and there's never anyone there for whatever reason. Mm. Never. I've never seen anyone there. Um, and you can just go there and totally disconnect. Like all you can hear is like, because it's a lake, there's not much movement in it, but you can hear that slight like lapping of the water. Mm. Um, and you're just looking out across the water and... I don't know, they built a church there, so it obviously has some kind of significance for somebody at some point in, in time. Um, so it just feels very re- relaxing. I'm not, I'm not saying that I go in and pray in the church or anything, but yeah. I sit there on a wall looking out at the lake, and um, it's it's beautiful. And like you can, that's in Mayo, but you can get it all across Ireland in different parts of it, yeah. find that peace. And it's so different to the manic streets of Dublin even I was going into I told you just before this I had to go in really quickly to the Black Sheep in Dublin because mm-hmm. I forgot something and you know as much as I love the buzz of Dublin I, I do understand because sometimes you feel like you need a, you need to get out yeah absolutely because you do your head in sometimes yeah um, yeah. yeah yeah but it's great what is the the future of Last Minute Crack so I know we've got the events but do you have any idea of of any direction I mean you don't have to but just out of interest and curiosity I don't know it's something that I've thought of for a while because you know you have such amazing pages that are kind of like mine that are doing this already like you have I mean the first one you think of is neither nine right easy phenomenal what he's created like brilliant mm. and then this district and a couple of others and I'm like like I don't they deal with such big level stuff, you know, and I don't know, like, I love that stuff. Like, mm. I think it's phenomenal. I, I got a message from Quick Flex, my friends at Warner Music the last oh, day. Yeah. Actually, can I tell you a little quick story about that? Of course you can. So <laughs> Warner Music messaged me a while ago and they invited myself and my partner to go to um, an immersive experience to celebrate Ed Sheeran's new album. Wow. And I was so hyped up that Warner knew who I was or whatever. Incredible. And so I text my mom. <laughs> no, I text the family group chat and I go, my new best friends at Warner just invited me to Ed Sheeran's um, album launch. Uh-huh. And my mom, <laughs> my mom just replies, so sad to hear about his grandmother. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, she cracks me up. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, so they invited me to a couple of things and, and it's been phenomenal. But like, I think I'll always be with the, with the, you know, I'd love to see my friends, uh, you know, grow and grow and grow. And that's phenomenal. But like, yeah, I, it's hard to tell because I'm dealing with people who are, you know, starting their careers and maybe I'll grow with them, you know? Um, 
maybe I'll stay the same. Um, I don't think so. But also, um, you don't have to know. And I think what makes uh, you different to any of the other ones is you have to put you into it. You know, like, does that make sense? You have to put your personality into into what you're producing. And yeah. that's what differentiates you from, at the end of the day, other things. And that... I never really thought of it like that, I suppose. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because it's been kind of like anonymous for a little while. But I guess that's how it changes. Yeah. Um, but for now, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised it's gotten to where it's gotten mm. already. But you can you can be anonymous, but you're still it's still your personality coming through. It's you what you're sharing, what your your interests, mm. your tips, your advice. It's mm. very much you. And mm. um, just because your your face is not, it doesn't mean it's it's anonymous. It's not me. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Mm. I'm excited though. I I'm excited on this journey. It's been phenomenal. Mm and i'm yeah i'm just i'm buckled in i'm ready yeah. to see where we go yeah and if we don't go anywhere i'm actually aside from the event <laughs> i'm really proud of what i've done mm. and what the community has done with me and you know if we go everything else is a bonus yeah. you know and um, please send me the link and i will put it in the description of this episode for Fabulous. for the event Easy and yeah that would be great um, Christina thank you so much for your time I really appreciate it you came out here all the way and I, I know that's a bit of a trick um, to record so I really really appreciate that I appreciate and, you yeah no worries it's Can been I a pleasure it? Oh, with, with a music recommendation uh, 100% there's a song oh, I can't remember the name of it but it's Mango uh, Mathman and it's, sing, it's a song about um, Dublin City in the Summer you, if you look for that, you'll find it. Mango Mathman. Yeah, they just had their farewell tour, but the music's still out there, obviously. And it's it's just such a summer vibe. Okay. And I would really recommend people check that song out. And it's a feeling. song about Dublin. It's Dublin City in the Summer. Yeah. Dublin City and in the Summer. it's proper, like, it's, it just encapsulates, you feel the summer heat when oh, you wow. listen to the song. I'm excited to it's hear this. It's amazing. Check it out. I can't remember the name. I'm the worst. Yeah. Will I find it right now? the name of the song yeah but even if we just search for the name of the group it'll yeah, be you'll there somewhere it, you'll find it you'll find yeah. it it's Michael great Mathman. check it out I can put the name of the in the description of the episode okay as well. brilliant Boom. check them out yeah thank you so much for this I appreciate it I've had thank so you. much fun good job even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.